Welcome back to the Me Conversations. This is Phil Lowell. How are you doing? Hope you're having a good day, night, whatever you're experiencing. Things are going well for you. Feeling well. It seems to be the most important thing the last year and a half, two years, that you're feeling well. We, we put our mind in a hundred different directions. And really the only thing that matters is feeling well. And, and not being in pain not struggling, all these things. So that brings me to episode six, titled Different. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Don't be nervous if you're different. If you have different ideas, if you look at things a different way than other people, it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. Really, really good thing. But if you think about it, if you're a person who thinks differently, critical thinker, has a different view of the world, is that usually greeted by, wow, that that sounds great. No, never. She's greeted by, oh, haven't heard that before. Uh, that's, you know, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with that. So let's let's figure that out. It's always met with some sort of resistance. Always. It never fails. It just doesn't fail. If people don't understand it, if they haven't heard it before, if you're coming up with a novel idea, if you're, you're an innovator, I'll tell you one thing, innovators are not met with, with open arms, ever. Think about it. Look, look in history. Innovators are not met with open arms. They're always smacked down. And anything that, that's done, inventors, writers, whatever it is. People do all kinds of stuff. Are never met, are never, never met with open arms. There's always skepticism. Oh, that's different. And this mentality that I've experienced around people, which has been the prevalent and predominating um, viewpoint that I see is, it's more than it's not, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's more of a view of saying, well, this is the way we've always done things, so let's just keep doing it that way. <clears throat> to me, that's a really damaging way to look at things. In anything you're doing in life, you need to make adjustments. You just need to make adjustments. You do. You can't, you can't just sit there. I mean, think about it from this point of view, okay? You're a technology company, right? And you're like, oh, we have the best best technology in the world. We're the best. We're the greatest. We're on the cutting edge. You know what? Tomorrow that could change. Three minutes from now that could change. It's no different in life. If you don't constantly innovate and evolve and grow, you got a problem. You most likely have a problem. You've got to keep moving. You've got to keep growing. Because the minute you stop, the minute you stop, it's over. It's like when a shark stops swimming, right? I mean, it's it's over. It's done. You gotta, and I'm not saying we're sharks. I'm just saying if we don't keep growing and reaching and innovating and thinking critically, oof, 
That's trouble. That is trouble. At least it is for me. I'll speak for myself. It's for me. If I can't innovate, if I can't grow, if I can't continue to evolve. Now, by evolution, I mean I fundamentally believe that, that people do not change from cradle to grave. They're born with who they are, and maybe over time they subtly change. I'll give them that much. But it's not, it's not a huge change. Let me just put it that way. It's not like, wow, that person was one way, and now they're completely different. How many people, can you name on one hand, or even like a finger or two, people you know who will be like, wow, that person has completely changed. I think when you see people over time, if you haven't seen somebody from a long, for a long time, and it's more dramatic, like for me, let's say, when I was a kid, and then people see me when I'm 18, 20, adult, you know, whatever it is, they're like, wow, you're really tall and big. That, that shocks people. I mean, age does it too. People say, wow, that person aged. They lost hair. They got gray. They just look older. So those physical changes, I believe we notice a lot more than, than let's say, mental changes. Mental changes, I'm not talking about like, like somebody having dementia or something, God forbid. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about people fundamentally don't change. If somebody was a complete asshole when they were younger, they're probably still a complete asshole. I'm sorry. You know, people want to think like, oh, I've, I've completely changed. You know, you could like me now. I, I'm different. Whew. We all want to believe in our hearts and, our, and that things are different. We all want to believe in our hearts that people can change, that people can make a change for the better, which is really what it is, right? They can make a change for the better, but I don't think we can. So if you're different, stay different. You have an idea in, in your personal life or your professional life. Professional life, I find I'm in meetings, I, I interject my professional opinion. I don't, I, sometimes it goes outside the lines a little bit because I'm not really good at coloring in the lines, but that's okay. I'm not looking to take people down. I'm just looking to do the best thing I can for my team, my organization, my family, whatever it is. So sometimes maybe my opinion isn't 100% popular. Okay, but as an innovator and being different, your, your opinions aren't going to be aren't going to be 100% popular. They're just not. And in my mind, it's not a freaking popularity contest. If you're living life to win a popularity contest, okay, you might, you're probably a politician or something else. That, that's your life you're a, as a popularity contest. I don't live life for a popularity contest. I never win popularity contests. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So really, when you innovate, when you're doing something that hasn't been done before or people don't understand, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a, a long climb uphill. It just is. So you got to be ready for that. You can't expect to say something and then people are just falling all over you like, oh, my God, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. You know what people wait for? It's not so much the brilliant idea. It's the results. Like you have that brilliant idea. People hesitate like, eh, 
And I'm thinking, I'm going to show you. Because I know the only thing that you're going to understand is if I show you. Personally or professionally. Most of the time that's ha that happens professionally, but personally it happens too. I'm going to show you results that are going to be irrefutable. That are going to make you look better. They're going to make your life better. They're going to make you happier. And the only thing that will stop progress, and you probably know what's coming next, is if somebody's insecure. And they only feel good when you're not on the rise. You know what I'm saying, right? You get those people who, who knock people down to make themselves feel better, and they judge their own personal worth on how they look versus other people. When I'm in a team or a family setting, I'm not thinking about how things look reflecting on me. Of course, I want to give maximum effort and do the best I can to be the most loving I can, the most attentive. Sure, that's fine. All good. But I'm trying to do things that are best for the collective. The best thing for the collective. So if somebody is so self-centered and such a sociopath that they don't want to let you succeed or let you rise, whew, you know what? Time to find a new pack. Time to find a new circle, a group. Sometimes it's a family, too. I hate to put it that way, but sometimes it's a family as well. I've been there. I've said this on the podcast before. Your family should love you more than anybody. They should treat you better than anyone on the planet. The bar should not be lowered just because somebody is, is blood-related to you. And you're like, oh, those, person, those people are just my family, so i got to take this shit because we're family. Fuck you. No. Sorry. Sorry I'm cursing, but no. I know these people longer than anybody. I have more invested in them. I naturally love them more than anybody. I'd give my life for theirs. That's what I'm saying. Those kind of people. That tight circle should treat you better than anybody in the world. Sure, you can have blow-ups every now and then because you're so close and tight. But it shouldn't be a steady stream of a beatdown. A steady stream of being on the outside looking in. As I've said uh, many times... A relationship is usually 50-50, or as close to 50-50 as you can get. Where you're putting in half, they're putting in half, they love you, they love them. You know, it shouldn't be like 100% you and zero them. Like if you do everything, they're cool with it. If you do 90%, they're cool with it. No, sorry. Again, not a relationship. That's abuse. That's someone taking advantage of you. So just think about it. If you're different, please stay different. If you're different and being mistreated, or if you're different and you just can't get anywhere, well, it's time to take your ass someplace else. It's time to do something different. It's time to be with other people who are like you, will be receptive. And you're not just going someplace so somebody will be like receptive to everything you say and they'll be yes people. That's not what I'm saying. Where without words, you.